We have just heard perhaps one of the most beautiful scenes in the gospel. This encounter between Jesus and the tax collector Zacchaeus. Being a chief tax collector, this man was a Jew, but he was hated and scorned by all of his brother and sister uh, Jews. Not only was he collecting taxes from them to pay to the foreign emperor, Caesar, who made himself out to be like a god. If that wasn't bad enough, he also would use this in order to line his pockets and collect way more than he needed. So this man was very lost and very lonely. And when he woke up this, that morning, he probably thought, another lonely day at the tax office. And then he hears the commotion that Jesus is passing through. And this curiosity about this man that perhaps he's already heard a lot about, and he wants to see what he's like. And he's short in stature, so he climbs this sycamore tree, not realizing that he has put himself in a place where he can be more easily found and seen by Jesus. Reminds me of the story of the blind Jesuit priest, Father Larry Gillick, who sometimes will give treats at the center in Lake Elmo. And so one day he thought he could find his way home all by himself when he was in the downtown area in Wisconsin. And after several minutes, he realized he was really lost. And being blind, what can you do? And so out of an act of desperation, he finds an intersection he goes out right in the middle of the street and he sits down. And of course, there were some people that knew him in that town from the retreats that he would give. And Providence would have it that a couple that knew him drove up and they were thinking, is that Father Gillick? Well, they stop the car and get out and they say, Father, what on earth are you doing sitting in the middle of the street? He said, I was lost, and so I put myself in a place where I will be found. And of course, he said this with a grateful smile as he got in the car and they took him home. My dear friends, there will always be times in your life and mine where we will feel lost. There are going to be times where we might stray from the path of our Christian life. There are moments where we feel confused, where we feel what we're facing is too much. 
We feel overwhelmed with life. We feel scattered and dissipated in the four winds. And when we feel this way, we need to put ourselves in a place where we can easily see and encounter Jesus Christ. Maybe it's just pausing for a time of prayer. Maybe it's coming to Mass, putting myself in this sacred space where I can hear the Word of God, where I can receive the gift of Jesus in the Eucharist, where my heart can be lifted by this act of worship. Maybe it's a moment where I need to examine my heart and just make a good confession and seek counsel. But to put ourselves in a place where we can hear the Lord a little better and easier. And these moments can be powerful moments of grace that can connect us more deeply to Jesus to help us to be re-centered in the Lord, to come away with a greater focus and clarity, and to get through another day, another week. And then when Jesus comes to the tree, what I love about this moment is that when Zacchaeus climbed that tree, he had no desire to change his life. He was just curious. And all of a sudden, this man goes through a profound transformation. Why? Because it begins with a beautiful, powerful, unconditional, gratuitous act of love from Jesus that he was not expecting and when he experiences himself just loved where he is, this love now awakens in him a desire to be a better man, to go move from the place where he is. Lord, if I have cheated anyone, I am now going to give them back fourfold from what I took and I'm going to give half of my wealth to the poor. Please remember that in our next capital campaign. <laughs> this is the moment where we are reminded once again of the central message of the good news of the gospel. Jesus did not come to seek and to save any of the people that live in the illusion that they are sufficient unto themselves, either because of their own self-righteousness, because of their gifts and talents, their accomplishments, their popularity, their wealth or their power, Jesus came to seek and to save those 
who are lost. Sinners who know that they need Jesus, a Savior. This is always how new life begins. And this is a basic Christian principle that we should never forget. If you and I want to become better, like Zacchaeus, then we feel we are at this moment. If we would love to move from where we are to a better place, wherever that is, it always must begin by just simply allowing God to love us right where we are, which He does. And God loves us right where we are, not because He wants to leave us there, but He wants us now by this love to now become more than we are, to enter more fully into the new life that He came to give us. And this is true for even any of our relationships. If I want my marriage to be better than it is today, if I'm in a friendship right now that's rocky, and I would love it to be better than it is right now, if I want my relationship with my parents or the parents with a child to be better, it always has to start with, by the grace of God, to accept and love each other right where we are. Otherwise, new beginnings will not be possible. And this reminds me of a story that I will never forget. A pastor was invited into a family crisis, a family with three, four children, but there was this rift between the father and his only daughter. She was so often angry, defensive, and rebellious. And the father just couldn't understand how to reach this daughter. He couldn't understand what the problem was. So he invited the pastor over. She was gone doing something after school, and he sat there, this priest with this dad, at a table. And he said, tell me about your daughter to see if he could possibly help. And he immediately points to the shelf that was nearby, and on the shelf there were many trophies. This daughter was very gifted in athletics, and there were all these trophies from different events. And he just continued on 15, 20 minutes talking about his daughter's athletic accomplishments. And the priest finally understood what the problem was. He asked for a bag, a grocery bag. And he took this bag over to the shelf. And as the father watched, he put all these trophies in the bag. And he put them all off to the side and then sat down again. 
and said to this father, Now, tell me about your daughter. Who is your daughter? His eyes were opened, and he realized at this moment why there was this rift between him and his daughter. All she wanted is to be loved for her own sake, not for anything that she did, for any of her successes and accomplishments. She just wanted to be loved because she was his daughter. And he didn't realize he was putting so much pressure on her to excel, to exceed, a love of expectations, of conditions. And he started to realize that he had to learn to love unconditionally in a purely gratuitous way. And this began a new beginning with their relationship. And now you and I, we come in a moment to this altar. And we can expect and be certain that we will be loved right where we are, as we are. And this unconditional, beautiful love is what will draw out of us and awaken in us a desire, a grace to want to be better, to want to open our lives more fully to the new life that Jesus would love to give us. But it all begins by this act of pure unconditional love. So let us come and let us open our lives and let the Lord love us into a greater holiness. Amen.